Welcome to WAHM Radio. What exactly does WAM Radio stand for, you ask? It means work at home mom. My name is Sheena Diane, and I have been a work at home mom for more than 10 years now. I help you find real jobs that you can do from home or on your own schedule. You can think of me as your work at home mentor. (laughs) I've fallen for the scams and I know what works and what doesn't. So on this station, I share real jobs that either I have done and made money with or other people I know have. I want to help you create a life of freedom, doing something you enjoy without sacrificing time away from your kids or your daily routine. If this sounds interesting to you, then keep listening. Oh, and feel free to contact me. I love hearing from you. Ask, believe, and receive all the things you're dreaming of. Find what you need to succeed with divine love. With divine On today's episode, we're going to be talking about feelings. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. But not just any feelings. We're going to be talking about anxiety. And the reason is is because there is a lot of anxiety going around right now, right? Especially for us moms trying to figure out if we're going to put our kids back in school, whether we're going to do online school or homeschool. There's a lot of anxiety going on right now. And even if you don't have kids, I bet you're feeling some type of anxiety going on around you right now. Am I right? Go ahead and raise your hand. Okay, so I really can't see you raising your hand, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that you did. So this episode is for all of you. Most of you guys tune in to learn all the tricks and tips of a work-at-home mom. But today, I think it's really important to focus on the other side of things, and that is yourself. Now, most of you know by now that I am actually a life coach, and not just any life coach. I am a life coach specializing in the law of attraction. And in case none of you guys have seen The Secret, the law of attraction basically means what you put out comes back. It's like a boomerang. So whatever feelings you're putting out into the universe is what comes back to you. Now, don't worry. We're not going to go into a lesson on that. I do teach about it, though. So if you're interested, let me know. But today we're going to talk about the anxiety that's going on around this coronavirus and all of the other stuff that has just been piling on us in 2020. Now, it is absolutely normal to be feeling overwhelmed right now. I mean, who wouldn't? We have the news talking about all of this stuff. There's so many deaths that's been happening, and it's really giving us all anxiety. So I don't want to go into any of the details of everything that's going crazy in 2020, but because I am a mom, I want to focus more on the feelings of having my kids home during this whole entire summer and now going forward this entire school year. So 
I'm hoping that it won't be the entire school year, maybe just three months, right? That's my hopeful thinking, my wishful thinking for this coming year. But my kids really miss their friends. And actually the other day, my younger daughter, who's 10, she was crying very quietly on her bed when I went to go check on her. And I said, honey, what's the matter? And she says, mommy, I really miss my friends. And I totally get it because I'm a social butterfly as well. Whereas my oldest daughter, who's 13, could really care less and she's pretty happy just playing video games and playing on her phone. She doesn't really want to be around other people. And that's fine. So we all have different levels um, of socialization, right? Socialization. So we have different levels of it. Just like with the feelings that we have of anxiety, everyone has a different way of expressing it. And it's perfectly normal and fine for you to be feeling these feelings. So today I'd like to address how I deal with anxiety when it hits me really strong. First of all, I tend to stress myself out if I don't give myself a breather. So it's really important for me to realize what is stressing me out. Now, a lot of times we get stressed out because we feel like we have no control over what's happening, right? A lot of times we feel like there is no way at all that we can make this situation better. We feel helpless, right? And because of that, it gives us the sense of doom, the sense of like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. But here's the truth. The answers are always inside of you. Now that's not a cop out answer and trying to be like, oh yeah, sure you say that. It's true because there's always a solution to every single problem if you just think about it hard enough, if you just try to dig within. Because if you're looking at it from this doomsday type of mindset, well, of course, all you're going to find is more of those feelings. So from a coaching standpoint, I want to bring to you guys some tools that you can use to help you when you're feeling anxiety. So here are my top 10 ways that I combat anxiety. Now, the number one tool that I use and I recommend over and over again to all of my clients is meditation. Yes, meditation. Now, meditation is actually a learned skill. It's not something we're born to know how to do. And I actually do have a course about this where I'm teaching you guys how to meditate. It's called Meditation for Beginners. So if anybody is interested in that, you can leave me a message here on Anchor or find me on my social media, which is Devine, D-E-V-I-N-E, Love, L-O-V-E, Coaching. So you can find me on social media on Divine Love Coaching. But anyway, Meditation is the number one way to really combat anxiety. And this gives you a chance to really go within and it gives you a chance to quiet your mind so that you can figure out the next best solution. Now, number two, and it kind of goes with number one, is prayer. When I meditate, I actually pray. So for those of you who are not religious, it's perfectly okay. But this is one thing that I do. If you don't want to talk to God or your angels or your saints or your guides, that's perfectly okay. Talk to yourself. Yes, I am telling you to talk to yourself because you have power within you. Your inner voice tells you what to do, right? I talk to myself all the time. And so this is the second thing that I do. And it goes with the first because I actually talk to myself or actually talk to my angels during meditation. And so some of the things that I ask is how can I deal with this show me a way or what am I supposed to do in this situation? I feel helpless. All of these type of feelings, just get them out. And you can say it in your, in your head. You don't have to say it out loud. So no one really has to hear you. 
But what this does is it just gets those feelings coming up to the surface so you can say them and feel them and then deal with them, right? Because knowing what you're feeling is the most important thing. A lot of times, especially with anxiety, we don't really know why we're feeling that way. We just know that we're freaking out. We know that we're feeling this way. Another reason you can be feeling this way is because you're an empath. And that's something that we can talk about on a different episode. If you are an empath, you might actually be feeling anxiety and stress and overwhelmment from somebody else around you. And so in that case, you may not know where that's coming from. And it may even cause you more stress and anxiety because you're thinking, I have no idea why I'm feeling this way. And so that's something that you can um, talk to me about on a different day. If you are an empath or you feel like you might be, definitely look that up because I feel like you can find a lot of interesting things on YouTube and Google about being an empath. So that might also be another reason why you might be feeling anxiety. Number three is to go outside. Go outside. Be in nature. It is so important to just be in nature. Everything in this world is connected in some way or another. And when you can go outside and appreciate nature, the trees, the grass, the birds, the sounds of everything around you, what it does is it gets you back connected and it gets you grounded and it makes you feel good. Because let's be honest, just taking a walk outside, even for five minutes and breathing that fresh air, you feel better when you come inside. This is why runners feel so good right? You're, you're running, right? But you're also outside breathing that fresh air. And so this is something that I always try to implement, especially when I'm feeling anxiety. I always make time to go outside. And if you don't have a place where you could go outside, if you live in like a city area, drive to a park, even a dog park, which I know sounds really weird, but animals are really great to help boost your system, help boost your energy because animals are always happy and they're always very joyful. So that's another way that you can boost your energy if you're feeling anxiety. Number four is listening to music. Now this is one of my favorites because I can shift my mood very, very quickly by just listening to music. So if you're in a really, really bad mood, maybe you got upset about something and you listen to really pumping rock music, what it does is it amplifies that feeling of anger, right? The same thing when you're sad. If you're sad and you listen to sad music, it literally triggers you into an emotional cry fest. I've done this many times, so believe me, I'm talking from experience here. But if you listen to uplifting music, especially when you're feeling down, you really start to boost your mood. And if you can implement dancing and movement into it, there you go. Now you're moving your body and you're shifting that energy and moving and just having fun and be goofy with it, right? So whenever I get into these kind of funky moods, dancing and just being goofy and laughing just makes such a huge difference. It's, it may take you a minute to get there, right? You may not be able to jump from like anger or anxiety and then into joy, but just listening to some nice music, listening to some music that you enjoy, listening to music that makes you happy, you'll finally get there. And then just getting up and moving and dancing and being goofy and silly and just flailing your arms around like you don't care, you know? <laughs> And you can even do something that I like to call the hula hoop, which is where you just move your hips around. Um, I have a client who actually owns a business called Hoop Yogini. 
That's right, Hoop Yogini, and she is amazing. And one day I hope to have her on this podcast with me. But one of the things that she teaches is how to move your hips and move that energy around. And it's really fun. And one of the things that I find I like to do, especially if I'm feeling down, is just to move my hips around while I'm walking around the house. One, it makes me feel really sexy. Two, my husband loves it, right? And three, it kind of makes you feel good because you're you're moving that energy around and you're getting stuff moving. So that is a great way of boosting your energy. So the fifth way that I combat anxiety is laughter. Finding something really funny to watch with my husband, reading some funny jokes, or even listening to something that makes me smile is always really good when it comes to anxiety. So getting my mindset on something that makes me laugh always triggers more laughs, right? Or more happiness. And so knowing how the law of attraction works, what you put out comes back. So if I'm putting out these negative emotions of anxiety and fear and, you know, poverty, well, all I'm doing is pulling more of those emotions toward me. So the best way to combat that is to do something that you enjoy doing. And for me, laughter is one of the best things that I can do to trigger me into a happier mood and get myself out of the funk of anxiety. Now, it's not about forgetting what's going on. And I think there's this misconception about, you know, ignoring your problems. Absolutely not. You cannot ignore what's going on because it's very present, right? So it's not about ignoring your problems. It's about seeing your problems, acknowledging that they are a problem, and then figuring out how to fix it. And if you can't do that right away, it's really not going to hurt if you figure out something else to do in the meantime, meaning making yourself happy. Because stressing about it really only breeds more stress, right? Stressing about it breeds more of those feelings. So laughter is one of the best medicines. You've heard this a thousand times and it's so true because when you can focus on being happy, you're putting out happy vibrations and you're feeling grateful and you're feeling excited. And this is the vibrations that you're putting out into the universe. So guess what? This is the vibrations that the universe is going to start sending more of to you. And as you begin to raise your vibrations and as you begin to think about these funny, good things, You start attracting more funny, good things to you. And you might even realize the situation that you were stressed out about really wasn't that big of a deal after all. Or maybe you could figure out a way out of it. Or maybe these ideas will start flowing to you that you didn't think of before. So laughter is a really great way to combat anxiety and also to get you in that better vibrational state so you can start attracting the things that you want. Because I'm a social butterfly... One other thing that makes me feel really good when I'm upset is talking to people that I love. So my sixth solution to anxiety is friends or family. So by calling my best friends when I'm upset, they put me in such a better mood. Now it is really important that you surround yourself with people who are going to raise your vibrations and not bring you down because we all know that we have that one person in our life, who is that energy vampire, you don't want to call that person when you're not feeling good, okay? That's the wrong person to call. You want to call the person that makes you feel good no matter what, that makes you feel excited to talk to them. And it's like no matter how long you've been apart, when you call each other, it's like no time has passed at all. That's the person that you want to call. For me, that used to be my mom. 
Now, my mom passed away three years ago, so I can no longer call her. However, she has surrounded me with plenty of wonderful people that I can call on since she's passed. And I say she's surrounded me because I truly believe that she's still with me and she sends people to me all the time to help me in my life's journey. She could be one of my guides, right? So I really believe that we have people in our life that can help us through situations and talking to them and just getting your feelings out is a wonderful way to do that. Now, let's say perhaps that you just don't feel like you can trust any of your family and friends and maybe they're all negative. Maybe you really don't have a big system around you that makes you feel comfortable. So if that's the case, then I suggest podcasting. I had a really hard time with losing my mom. The one thing that kept me sane was this podcast. And I actually started three podcasts, so this was one of them. My original one was Sheena Diane's audio blog, which I no longer have, but that was the one that I started out with. And honestly, all I did was just talk about my feelings and just get it out there to whomever wanted to listen. And it didn't even matter, but just getting those thoughts out really helped me. And then because of the Anchor app, you can actually get call-ins. And so people would comment on some of the things that I was saying to make me feel better. And that really helped. Now, maybe you're shy and you don't want to have a podcast. You don't want the whole world to hear what you're saying. And that's okay too. But I definitely suggest maybe writing down your thoughts, having a journal. So this can go along with it. Journaling your thoughts and feeling whatever it is that you're writing down will help you get them out. So even if you don't have a great system of people around you, that's okay. Just get those thoughts out, get them out onto paper or record yourself talking about it and then you can delete it later. But it is really important. But I've been lucky and blessed enough to have some really great people in my life. Some friends and colleagues and family that just makes me feel really warm when I call them. And so because of that, I rely on my friends when I'm not feeling good when I really just need that boost. And sometimes I don't even have to talk to them about my problems. Sometimes I can just chat with them. Sometimes I could just be like, hey, yo, what's up? I've missed your face, you know? And just by talking to each other and laughing and reminiscing about old times and high school and all of that stuff, it just automatically, boom, boosts my mood and I feel so much better. So that's my suggestion for number six and what I do to combat anxiety. Okay, this one's gonna sound kind of silly, and if you don't have young kids, this one may not apply to you, but because I have three kids and the ages are five, 10, and 13, one of the things that makes me feel really good is playing with my kids. So number seven is being goofy with my kids, especially when I'm really feeling down and I just don't know how to get out of it. Being around my kids really helps. And so sometimes I'm not really in the mood to like laugh and joke and jump around, right? Because it's really hard to go from like seriously sad to jumping around. But the way that I deal with that is that I just go play a board game with them or I'll start playing Barbie dolls with them or I'll start doing something like playing a video game with them. And then eventually we will start laughing and joking and just kind of having fun and I'll forget what it was that was making me upset for that moment. So that's one of the things that I do. It's really awesome for the kids too because they love spending time with you. And because of the type of business that I have, my hours are very sporadic, you know, because clients can book sessions with me throughout the day. 
And so sometimes I may not have as much free time as I do others. But when I do have free time, I do try to spend time with them, just playing with them and being with them. And even though my my son's five years old, I'll sit on the floor with him and play cars and he will crash into me and start laughing and making funny noises and crawling all over me. And that is enough to just get me smiling, even if it's for a few minutes. All right. So if you are under the age of 18, I'm going to ask you to close your ears for this number eight, because this is adults only. I'll give you a few seconds to go out of the room if you're a child. Okay. Number eight, have sex. Yes. Okay. I kind of blushed a little bit when I said that, but sex is great for combating any type of stress and anxiety. Now, I don't recommend this if you don't have a serious relationship and you're not married. Okay, so we'll go ahead and do the boundaries there. But let's be honest, we're in the 20th century. I know y'all are doing it. So if you're really stressed out, call your boyfriend or your girlfriend for a booty call. It always helps. I'm just saying. Now, no, I'm not trying to tell everybody to go out there and just, you know, Mac Daddy it up with whomever. Please make sure that you're in a serious relationship with someone that you love. Obviously, you know, disclaimer, I don't want you guys to go out and be like, yo, this girl, Sheena told me to just have sex. Well, so stress, <laughs> I see, I can't even talk now. Sex is a great stress reliever and it's also kind of a good exercise, right? But it really is, especially when you're feeling a lot of anxiety, it can make you feel so much better. Well, let's say that you don't have a partner and that's okay too, because there are plenty of ways that you can deal with that on your own. That's right, let's talk about masturbation. I know this just got a little bit weird, but you guys, we are all adults, at least I hope we are. And so this is all ways that you can deal with anxiety and stress. And yes, masturbation is a great way of killing all of that inner anxiety and stress because you're letting a release of all of these emotions. Now, let's think about this for a second. We are energy beings. I'm not trying to go into metaphysics for this segment. That can be for a different one, but we are beings of energy, right? So because we have energy all around us, when we release this orgasm, we are releasing a lot of tension that is in our body right? And you guys can Google this. Like I'm not making it up. There are studies that show this. So if you're not able to have a partner or maybe you're not with anybody, that's okay because you can relieve your own self. But yes, it is really, really important to know your body and be able to do this so that you can release the stress, especially if it's a really heavy burden that you've been carrying, right? Now you're not going to be in your bedroom all hours of the day doing this, but it is a nice release when you have the time and you have the privacy to, well, just let it go, release it. (laughs) Now, because of the new world that we're living in, you can't really go out and hang out with your friends or have a mom's night or whatever anymore, right? So one of the things that I've been suggesting to my clients who are social butterflies like myself, and one of the things that has really helped me to not feel so isolated is Zoom. Yeah, that's right. The app Zoom. Now, I think most of you guys are probably familiar with Zoom at this point because a lot of us have had to deal with it in some way or another. Uh, My husband actually just um, attended a funeral that was on Zoom. They, you know, a lot of people can't go to funerals right now um, because of COVID. So they actually did a live stream on Zoom. So Zoom is becoming very, very popular. And the reason I talk about Zoom as a stress reliever is because you can create 
your own group on Zoom. And what I mean by this is like, let's say that you have friends or family you haven't talked to in a while and you wanna do like a Zoom get together and you can. Or you can create a group that's just for work at home moms, for instance. And you can go on there and meet on Zoom. One of my clients actually brought up this idea to me and I thought it was brilliant and that's why I wanted to bring it up to you. She actually attends a book club on Zoom. So she was meeting with these ladies every Friday evening and they would meet over at Starbucks or something like that. They would discuss the book that they had chosen for that month. Well, because of COVID, they really couldn't meet up anymore and they really missed it. So they decided to bring it on Zoom. And I think this is brilliant. Now, also, they have brought together their feelings. And so not only are they talking about the book that they are currently reading, they're also talking about some of the things that they're struggling with, right? So that is number nine. See if you can create a group of people that you can meet up on Zoom and discuss the different topics that you might be feeling. You can create a a book club, you can create a cooking club, you can create whatever type of club that you want that normally you'd have to meet outside. You can even do a Bible club, right? Bible club, Christian club, anything that you'd like, but you can do it on Zoom. And it's really awesome because they make it really easy. And guess what? Zoom is free for the first 40 minutes, I believe, of your call. So if you guys can keep the call short, you won't even have to pay any money to use Zoom. So I think that's a great idea. And no, this is not sponsored by Zoom, but I would love it if it was because I spend a lot of money on Zoom. (laughs) So Zoom, please sponsor me. But no, anyway, I'm really speaking from the heart here. This would be a great way of you to have a sense of community and still be able to be with your friends or your coworkers or whatever in an environment that is not going to harm you in any way because you can still meet up on Zoom on the computer. And my number 10 way to combat my anxiety is hiring a life coach. Now, I know I am plugging myself here because yes, I am a life coach, but let me be honest. I would not be as successful as I am right now if it wasn't for my life coach. Yes, I have a life coach. And to be honest, I don't think that I could do what I do without her. Because the truth is, is a life coach sees things that you don't see. And what that means is that they give you options and possibilities that you may not have thought of otherwise. It's really, really important to be able to bounce those ideas off of somebody Life coaching is so important. I should know, I do it for a living. And I feel like there is no way that I could go throughout my life without having a life coach now that I have one. I actually have three different coaches that I work with. One is a Theta Healing Reiki coach. So I work with her to deal with my energy and learning how to get deeper into my true divine self. My second is a life coach just like me and she really helps me combat some of the weird emotions and feelings that I have going around things because let's face it, we all have doubts and we all question whether or not we're doing the right thing and whether or not, you know, we're on the right path. And so it's really important for me to have her in my life because she keeps me on the path of where I want to go. So one of the things that I believe is a misconception about life coaches is that they give advice. And the truth is, is that we do not give advice. As a matter of fact, when you go through school to be a life coach, that's the number one thing that they drill into you. We do not give advice. No, as a life coach, what we do 
is we dig out the answers within you. Because the truth is, is what I tell you to do is probably not going to be exactly what's right for you. It might be right for me, but it may not be right for you because we're all different and we're all unique and we're all on different paths. What I do is ask you really powerful questions to dig in and get you to answer what is best for you on your own. Because the truth is, is the answers are already inside of you. I just pull them out. I like to think of myself as a flashlight, right? I shine the light on your path, but it's up to you to walk it. And that's what life coaching is. So that is so important to me to have that. And my third coach that I have is someone who does emotion code. Now, if you've never heard of Dr. Bradley Nelson, he wrote the book Emotion Code and definitely recommend it. Really amazing program. And what it does is it talks about how to clear trapped emotions. Now, I have a body code practitioner or emotion code practitioner that I work with weekly to help me get through all of these trapped emotions that I've had my entire life because of belief systems and even some that have been passed down from my ancestors. So I feel like it's really important to have all three of these in my life because I'm on a spiritual type of a journey. So I am really adamant about having a life coach. And yes, I know I am one, but I'm not just plugging myself here. I would love, love, love to walk with you on your journey of life. But if I'm not the right coach for you, that's okay. Because I want you to find the right coach for you. And there's a lot out there. So even if I'm not the right one, I want to point you in the right direction. So I do want to offer you a call with me. That's right. One free discovery call with me for being a listener here on my station. So if you've never spoken with me before and we've never done any type of coaching, I do want to offer you this one time chance to get a discovery call with me. So below, I'm going to post a link for you to schedule a one-time discovery call with me. And once we have this session, you can decide whether or not I am the right coach for you. If I'm not the right coach for you, maybe I can suggest one of my friends that work in the coaching business or even one of my coaches that might be able to assist you better. Ultimately, what my passion is, is to help you grow and learn. And if it's not with me, that's okay. I want you to be the best person possible. I want you to be able to reach your goals, get rid of that anxiety and be able to live the life that you've always wanted. And if I'm not the best person to do that with you, well, of course I'll be a little sad, but that's okay. I can point you in the right direction to who can help. So please take me up on that offer guys. Look below, click on the one that says discovery call. That's the one you want to click on. So I look forward to meeting you guys in person. Wouldn't that be amazing to be able to sit on the other side of zoom and be able to actually chat with you? Oh, I'm getting excited, but see how I raise my vibrations already by thinking of something that I want in the future. That's another good way of raising your vibrations. Think about what you want in the future. Guys, these are my top 10 ways to get rid of anxiety. This is what I do to combat it. Let me know if you do any of these things too. If you're on the Anchor app, go ahead and call in and I can actually add your call in to this episode. That would be really cool. Or go ahead and message me on any of my social media platforms, which I'll have linked below. Otherwise, guys, have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing or hearing from you soon. Mwah.